Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Mitchell Shares. I'm your host, Alex Mitchell Hart. Where's my job to share something useful? And today, I want to talk to you about a man named David Goggins and give you a little book review of the book he came out with recently. And, you know, I was... uh, I was in the sauna doing my morning meditation this morning. Um, I did it after a morning run where in my headphones, I had a podcast playing. And I don't usually do that, but this podcast was with David Goggins on the Joe Rogan podcast. And for about the last two weeks, I've been listening to... the. This podcast and another one of his podcasts and his audiobook basically on repeat while I go for runs because this guy's presence is just so motivating, so inspiring, and really gets to you know the the core of getting you moving. <clears throat> and some of you may have heard of him, maybe some of you have not. He's a former Navy SEAL with this incredible life story. And he's distilled it into this amazing book that I recently listened to on audio. And the, the audio book is, is really cool because usually I want the author to narrate it. But in this case, he's not actually the narrator. There's this nudie, nerdy dude, Adam something, narrates it. And Goggins is like this badass, savage of a brother. Um... And so this guy narrating is not really uh, quite, quite like that. It doesn't sound like that. But what makes this audiobook so cool is that essentially after every kind of big time story that happens in the audiobook, they pause. And then David Goggins, the author, and Adam, the narrator, have a conversation about what just happened in that section of the book. And so it was really cool and creative in that sense. And so you actually get his commentary and then you get used to the guy's voice, the other guy's voice. So it actually works out well. But I want to take you back to my personal story of how I found out about David Goggins um, <clears throat> and how he's led to have such a, a profound um, positive impact on my life. And I haven't mentioned him on any previous podcasts, but, you know, when I talk about virtual role models... This guy's definitely one of the tops for me right now, and there's certain parts of who he is and what his principles are um, that you know I've really been working on integrating into to who I am. And so I'm sharing this just to you know share my story and see if it, it might be helpful for you or get you interested in checking him out, and maybe you'll resonate with him. I think it can be, you know, for me. A lot of his stories are related to the benefits of going through intense physical exercise. And, you know, as somebody who grew up big in athletics, um, I really connected to that. So maybe if, you know, you also grew up in athletics and have, or whether you have or not, but you've experienced kind of the benefits of digging deep, putting yourself through struggle, through physical exercise, physical endurance. Um, he may be somebody that, that you might be interested in. Um, so I first found out about Goggins before I even knew he was Goggins. I was at a 
conference in Austin, Texas before I had moved here. It's a Freedom Fast Lane conference by Ryan Daniel Moran, who's big in the Amazon and e-commerce world. And this was about three years back now. And it, it was an amazing conference. Um, but one of the speakers was this guy, Jesse Itzler. And Jesse's this guy, middle-aged guy now, I want to say like late 40s, dude from the Northeast. I think he's from the New York area. But he's kind of like, <laughs> he's like cool, cool white boy, hip-hop, basketball guy. But he's from a generation before that I didn't even know about. So he actually got his start as a hip-hop artist back in the early, early 90s, maybe even late 80s. Um, but that didn't quite pan out for him. And so he shifted into business. And <clears throat> he gave this incredible presentation kind of explaining how that shift worked out for him and how it led him to be this wildly successful entrepreneur and businessman where he, and, he went on to do things including selling Zico coconut water to Coca-Cola. He also created, helped create and sell a, a business that is essentially like Uber for private jets and I believe that turned into a billion dollar business. And he was a great, he was just great on stage and he told this amazing story of how he's big time into running, big time into just endurance training and how that's had a great impact on his life. And so he signed up with a, a team of other people to do this 24 hour long race in San Diego. And it was at this race where he came across David Goggins. And basically, it was a one-mile track. They just ran laps around for 24 hours. And so this guy, Jesse Itzler, he's doing it with a team of people. They got a full tent set up. They got, like, all the necessary nourishment, all the necessary beverages, everything to keep them going for 24 hours. And, and I believe his team was, you know, taking turns doing the running. But the whole time, they see this one jack dude <clears throat> david goggins and goggins at the time is really really big strong guy doesn't look like a runner and he's doing this race straight up by himself all he's got is a lawn chair a box of ritz crackers and some like workout drink with him and they Jesse sees him running laps doing this race and notices that, damn, that guy's, that guy's ankles are broken right now. And he's seeing this guy just run the race on broken legs, legitimately. He's seeing this guy enduring crazy amounts of pain and just keeps on going. At one point, he looks over and he sees that this guy is taping up his ankles with duct tape. He's not going to quit on this race. He's going to do whatever it takes. So he's taped up his ankles with duct tape to make it through the race. And they didn't get a chance to meet at that point. But Jesse later tracked down that guy. He didn't know. He didn't even know his name. But somehow he tracked him down and connected with them. Found out he was a former Navy SEAL. And Jesse, you know, super successful guy, 
living in, I think he both had a high rise in New York City, and he also had a <clears throat> a big house outside of the city. And he basically said to this guy, and then and Jesse never refers to him by his name. He just refers to him as Seal because Goggins was still a Navy Seal at the time, and he didn't want his name to go public. So he just showed up and asked Seal Goggins. He said, "I want you to come live with me." And I I can't remember the time frame. It might have been one month or two months, but to come live with them for a month or two. And he wanted, Jesse just wanted to do all the training that Goggins did. And so Goggins just lived his normal life. He, Goggins agreed. He moved in with Jesse and Jesse's wife. And every day, Goggins just, he just shows up, showed up on day one with a backpack, nothing else. And every morning he'd start doing his workouts and Jesse would come with them. So it'd be like 6 a.m., freezing cold winter. They get out for, you know, a one, two-hour run. He'd have them doing thousands of push-ups a day. All these things that on day one, Jesse didn't think was possible. Um, but by the end of this, he was basically, he was doing all these workouts. He had learned all these new things about, you know, what he was capable of. And learned all these lessons from, from David Goggins. And he ended up writing an entire book on it called Living with a Seal. And so this is how I first came across Goggins. I didn't know I didn't actually know his name either. I just heard Jesse on stage talk about how amazing that experience was of having this Navy SEAL come live with him. Um, he explained how this Navy SEAL really taught him the importance of getting out of your comfort zone. And so much so that I was in the crowd that day and I, I, it really struck a chord, and I was like, damn, I got to get out of my comfort zone. Like, this, this guy's right. This guy's right. And to the point where at the end of his, his talk, they, it was a big, you know, big conference room at a hotel here in Austin with, you know, 500, 600 people, and they're like, hey, uh, if anybody wants to ask a question, we got two mic stands set up in both aisles. Just come out and ask a question. And, like, I've always been frightened of public speaking. Um, you know, at that point in my life, I had become very comfortable with public speaking in smaller groups. You know, I had been successful in ad sales and presenting in conference rooms, things like that. But you put me in a ballroom and there's always been something about when it's on a mic. It really trips me up. Um, but anyways, I was like, damn, this is this is universe saying I got to I got to go speak on that mic. I got to go ask this dude a question get out of my comfort zone. So I get up, get up there, get in line on the mic. I'm like second or third, you know, super nervous, but you know, I'm like, this is, this is a good move. We're going to do this. Um, get up there. I wouldn't say I said it with, <laughs> said my question with extreme confidence, but I got the words out. I got the message out, you know, um, told him that I, I also grew up as someone who is obsessed with basketball and hip hop. And I've always, um, believed anything was possible and believed I was capable of anything. And then I launched into my question. But um, so what was cool about that, that little experience of getting out of my comfort zone was it was very uncomfortable. I did not feel like I nailed it, <laughs> but I did it. And then I got back to my seat. And for the next two days of the conference, 
it was like my whole my whole being had broken through to a new level. Like everybody at the conference started treating me differently. Like I because I went through that uncomfortable experience, it was like every a lot more people now wanted to talk to me, connect with me. And going through that uncomfort all of a sudden made me like 10 times more comfortable in all these other little scenarios, you know, whether that's going out to dinner and these little cocktail parties they do after the conference. Um, so it was like, damn, that, that getting out of your comfort zone stuff is for real. Um, also led me to later that day signing up for an improv class for when I got back to LA. Cause I was like, man, we gotta, while we're in this, like, I'm down to get out of my comfort zone thing. We gotta lock ourselves into some, some of those experiences. So, um, after the conference, I downloaded that book that he, he made based on his experience with Goggins coming and moving in with him. And it's called Living with the Seal. And he just tells all those stories. And it's read by him. And he's this phenomenal voice and, and performer. And that book was, it's just, it's super entertaining to be honest, but it's also loaded with powerful stories. And as I mentioned, he just calls him Seal. He's like, then me and Seal went out for this 20-mile run in the freezing cold, and then he made us go swimming in my, my pond, and I came inside, and, like, you know, my wife was like, what the, what the hell is going on here? When is this guy going to – when is this Navy SEAL going to stop living with us and we can get back to normal? Um, but it's this amazing story, and some sometime toward the end of it, I was like, man, I don't even know this guy's name. I got to look him up and, you know, Googled who's, who's the guy and – living with the seal found out his name david goggins saw a picture of him my guys he's you know jack navy seal looking brother and um and that was that and then a few months later maybe like six months later i saw his name pop up on my podcast feed in the joe rogan podcast he did an episode interviewing him and it's like two and a half hours long and man that was my first real introduction to Goggins, like getting straight to the source. And he, he gives a little tidbits of his life story, um, you know, really came from really tough situation growing up that he gives a quick overview in the podcast, a lot of physical and mental abuse in his household. And they actually did. It wasn't that they didn't come from money. His, his dad was actually successful, um, but was super abusive to the point where him and his mom had to just duck out in the middle of the night and escape in a car and, and get out of town um, and move from Buffalo to Indiana. And, you know, then he goes through a, a lot of crazy experiences with um, racism and learning disabilities and to the point where he's in his, in his 20s, he's around 300 pounds, he's spraying for cockroaches, he's making $1,000 a month, um, can barely afford his rent and something changes in his life where he he has a moment where he realizes he needs to get it together that he was not made to live that life and this leads him to um, getting into the military first the air force later into the navy and becoming a seal and <laughs> it sounds simple just like with brushing over it but each of the each at each stage of his life this guy was met with the craziest challenges like it was never like oh he got through one level and then was able to coast it was like he got through 
one level, it's like, I'll give you a few few examples. He gets through one level, escaping, you know, this crazy ab- abusive situation with his dad. They escape. Everything looks like it's starting to get back on the rails. His mom is about to marry a new a new guy who is like the new this amazing father figure. And right before they're about to get married, this guy gets murdered. And everything, their their lives go back into a tailspin. Um then, you know, fast forward much later, and I don't want to give away everything, but if you listen to a podcast before you listen to the book, you're going to know a lot of this stuff. So later on, this guy has accomplished, he's radically transformed himself and worked through many of his personal issues through these experiences in the military, through this, these experiences of putting himself through intense physical demands and endurance training and it's like even at these points where you think he's super successful he gets hit with crazy challenges he finds out he has a hole in a heart his heart he has to get surgery on it twice and his story is just all about how he's learned to how he refers to it as hardening himself he wants to callous his mind, become as hard as possible so that he can handle anything in life. And to actually get to the root of, you know, all of the the things that were holding him back previously, the things that were leading him to be this overweight guy spraying for cockroaches. Um, And his lessons, like his big teacher in life has been these this intense physical exercise, intense in endurance running, intense weightlifting, um, and then each of the, the trainings that the military put him through, which, which all sound pretty wild. And so if you listen to him speak, honestly, if you put on one of the, those Joe Rogan podcasts, he's done two now, one before the, came, the book came out, one after. If you listen to either of those, listen for 90 seconds and you'll see what this guy's about, and you'll see if it connects with you. And if it does, it might spark something, because it sparked something in me, and now I'm on this, you know, I finished the book, and I was going running listening to that book, and like I said, I never, I never listen to, you know, a podcast or a book when I'm running, but Goggins is different, because he helps me overcome that, oh, I'm not going for a run today feeling. So I'll I'll put it on like 15 minutes before I'm going to go out for a run to help me conquer that, oh, I'm not going for a run today feeling. Oh, oh, I'm too sore today. Oh, I I don't feel like it. Oh, I don't have time, whatever. I put Goggins in my headphones, and 15 minutes later, I'm out the door every time. And... It it hasn't failed me once um, in like the last two weeks, and uh, you know it's something I, I plan on keep on doing. I got out for the morning run this morning with some goggins in my headphones, um, <clears throat> and you know I think anybody who's kind of discovered this guy or connected with him um, is is a big fan of his, and you know my goal here is just just to share a little bit about him. Um, and in case you hadn't come across him yet or you hadn't 
dug into who who he is or any of his stuff, um, you know, this would be a little words of encouragement if it sounds interesting you to, to check him out. And where I would start is either of the Joe Rogan podcasts he does. They're both like two hours plus long, so they're super long. You don't have to listen to it all at once. Um, you can listen on podcast form or you can watch it on YouTube. Both Both options are great. And then, you know, if that really interests you, I would highly recommend checking out his book. And, um, you know, it's the book is crazy. This stuff is not this is not fluffy, pretty stuff, but it's literally like. This is and he's this, you know, intense, super intense guy, but at the core of what he's trying to share is that this is what has made him so happy and successful and at peace with himself. So he's telling it through like this intense lens and. There's no sugarcoat in his life story, and that that beginning of that book might shake you because it shook me, um, but it's really about you know le- leading to a state of being at peace with yourself, um, a state of you know quieting the quieting any negative chatter in your mind, things like that, and you know bigger than that really inspiring you to live up to your potential because he he saw that he saw these parallel paths one where he's he stayed overweight and spraying for cockroaches his whole life and then one where he ends up being considered the hardest man on earth the toughest man on earth and he explains how he did that because he ended up doing the latter and becoming that guy. And uh, <clears throat> so that's my spiel on David Goggins, all right? If you made it this far, I appreciate y'all listening. Um, you know, I, I listen to a lot, of, a lot of stuff, a lot of content that, that really impacts me. And so um, from time to time, I, I plan on just sharing that uh, through my own voice and seeing if it's helpful for y'all. If you got any feedback for me. Um, drop it in, uh, you can drop it in an iTunes review, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Um, you know, if, if this has uh, been helpful or you're enjoying this or you want to help spread the message, you can scroll down on iTunes on your phone on the podcast app and just hit the five star button. You don't even have to write a review. Reviews are tight if you want, but you don't, you just tap that, um, <clears throat> and that'd be greatly appreciated. But uh, once again, thanks for listening. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Y'all have a wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. I'm out of here. Peace, peace.